This is Harry Murray at Murray's Flash Shop in Edinburgh. Let's look at the calendar and see what we can expect for the coming month for both the trout and the bass fishing. The trout fishing in April is really some of my favorite of the whole year. We've got three very important mayflies, one real nice caddis, and this is going to have the fish feeding on the surface and it is a ball. Now on the Quill Gordon hatch and the March Brown hatch, I match those with the Mr. Rapidan uh, in about a size 14 dry. And those are both, both the Quill Gordon, the Eplis Pluralis that we know today, and the March Brown, those are heavy hatches on almost all of our streams. Now the Caddis that I mentioned, uh, that's sort of an olive body, and I use the Mr. Rapidan Olive Delta Wing Caddis on that in a size 14. Now, the Blue Quill, which is a natural in about a size 16 and 18, is well matched with the real true Blue Quill Dry. Matching these, I personally find an important part of what we're doing, If you, especially if you want to catch some big fish. Now, most of the duns start hatching heavily by the middle of the day and go on into evening. Now, the spinners come back to mate and deposit their eggs probably the last two hours of daylight. So, Try to stay on the stream if you possibly can because the dry fly fishing for the last two hours of the day is going to be fantastic this whole month. Most of our streams have these same insects and this is starting the foundation for your serious fishing. If you're just getting into trout fishing and you say, well, I'm living in Virginia now, we have a limited number of streams, Think about these that I'm telling you. They're in that book I've written, Virginia's Blue Ribbon Streams, and they're also in, uh, in, the, in the, uh, some of the other books I've written. But if you get a handle on what I'm talking about on these hatches that we're going to have this month, it's going to give you a solid foundation of what you want to do when you hit the Rockies, when you hit the Adirondacks, when you run down and hit the Smokies, because this is the real thing, because these are wild trout I'm talking about. These are all wild brook trout in the Shenandoah National Park, and it's, it's, it's just fantastic. All right, let's slip down and look at the bass. We're a little early at bass, admittedly. However, there are a number of feeders. I'm right here in Edinburgh. I have one feeder coming right in here in Passage Creek. I have another feeder coming in on uh, Stony Creek coming into Edinburgh. These feeders going into the river are cool or warmer than the river itself. And a lot of times that I'll slip in and fish where these feeders actually flow into the river. Now, what are in the these feeders? Well, the main thing that the bass are excited about is the, uh, 
the sculpin manna, the one I grew up calling a spring manna. They're in those feeders. They come down at the lower end of those where they enter the river. The bass move up into those feeders and feed on those sculpin minnows. Spudler is awfully hard to beat. Spudler is just a terrific fly. When I do my guiding, I get boys that'll put a spudler on. They're catching so many fish, they don't want to take it off. So I've run into that many, many times. Floating lines will usually do what you want to do on this thing with this with the uh, sculpin imitation the exception might be going to a sink tip line say where passage creek is running in because the water right out from passage creek although the temperature is going to be more favorable but it's going to get it pretty deep out there in the next 100 yards so you may want to consider going to a sink tip in a place like that but in most cases i'm going to use a floating line so if I can help you on any of this, we'll pull the maps out here and I'll show you where you can expect this because it really does make a difference. And this is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Thank you very much.